Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Nobody pray for me. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds with Joe Franklin and Wes Moore on 1037 The Buzz. They were clicking offensively then, um, that I promise, because we talked about transition defense, we talk, talked about having good shot selection and how bad shot selection leads to their runouts. Again, I don't have the numbers, but I'm pretty sure when we played them last time, they might have even been offensively just as, as, as powerful as they are now. Because um, I, I, I vividly remember and have our practice plan sitting on my desk. And transition defense, shot selection, not turning the ball over that leads to their easy baskets, all a big part. Certainly our 13 turnovers in game one uh, impacted um, the game uh, in the second half when they scored 39 points. But uh, the 24 points in the first half may be as good as anybody's played Kentucky this year uh, in a half. Again, I don't, I don't have... Their stats in front of me, but I do know we did a really good job holding them to 24 in one half. 63 points is is probably uh, one of their lower scoring games that they've had uh, this year. Um, so yeah, their transition offense is lethal, and uh, they have great three point shooting. They stretch the floor out really well. Uh, they have a lot of individual tough uh, matchups. Um, you know Wagner and Reeves in the backcourt. Uh, obviously, Dillingham, one of the most talented players in the country and a high draft pick, did not play against us last game. He really adds to their transition game. Um, and Shepard is as good a transition scorer as there is in the country as well. So a lot of, uh, lot of areas that we've got to do a good job in transition. Big test for the Razorbacks coming up Saturday against Kentucky. Nationally televised game on CBS. Hope they can show out and put on a good give out a good performance like they did the first time they played Kentucky, and Kentucky is outstanding. They're they're a Sweet 16 team in my book with the athletes that they have. They can get up and down the court. They can score at will. Their their uh, their possession rate is very high because of the rate that they play. They get up and down the court. Uh, defensively, though, that's been the knock on Kentucky. They haven't been a very good defensive team, and that's why they probably aren't rated and thought of a little bit higher because of their lack of defense. Coach must mention it there, though. Dillingham didn't play in the first game, so that's somebody else that you have to yeah. prepare for in this game and and uh, try to defend and put a game plan in against him. It was crazy watching that first game. We were out at uh, walk-ons, and it was just a totally different game than I expected. You know, I was thinking a high-scoring, typical K- Kentucky game, you know. Uh, I was just hoping Arkansas could hold them in the, you know, the 70s and outscore them and uh, Arkansas defensively did a good job. Kentucky missed a lot of shots. They started off that game very slow, and Arkansas took advantage of it and uh, hung in there the entire game. Coach Mosselman just spoke with the media, uh, what, about an hour ago, two hours ago? And uh, Joe's been busy cutting up some of the clips. While we're talking about that first game with Kentucky, here's what Coach thought about that first game. Well, first of all, Coach Cal and Kentucky, wherever they're playing, um, I mean, they're a national championship contending team this year. Um, what those two teams did in the past is they went in there with confidence. They went in there with toughness. They went in there with grit. Um, they went in there with belief. Um, you know, so hopefully our team, this year's team, can carry some of those characteristics into the game. Um, if you don't have those characteristics, it's going to be hard to win uh, in Rupp. Um, but certainly, um, you know, going into those games, that's that was – uh, how those 40 minutes unfolded in the games that we we were able to have success there. But as we've mentioned, every team, every season, every game, new identities are created and the game takes on themes of themselves. So I don't really think that 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 our you know you know winning two games there. I don't really think that that has any uh, true impact, Bob, on on this particular game. I pulled up my notes from that game while he was speaking, and Arkansas lost that game by six, 63-57. Kentucky started the game 1-for-13. This was also a game where Devo Davis didn't play. Uh, Trevin Brazil did not play. And Arkansas got off to a good start. They were up 18-8 to at the under-8 timeout. How about that holding Kentucky to eight points 
for the under eight timeout. So there's like a seven minutes left in the first half, and Kentucky had eight points. Uh, then they went on a little bit of spree, and it was 20 to 15 at the under four. Arkansas went 0 for six during that stretch, one for their last nine at the half. It was Arkansas by two. And Arkansas built a lead again, and they were up 37-31 to start the second half. Got off to a good start, then here comes Kentucky. And then it was back and forth, back and forth. Uh, One-point lead for Arkansas under 12. One-point lead for Kentucky under 8. Battle hits a 3 with uh, six minutes left, and it's a one-point game. And then Kentucky goes on an 8-0 run with two minutes and 39 seconds left in the game. And that was your ball game. And Arkansas ends up losing by six. Makai Mitchell, 12 points, 13 rebounds. Uh, Battle had 11 points. Mark had 11 points, 8 rebounds. Arkansas shot 33% from the field, 21% from the three-point line. And they made 13 of 18 free throws, 74%. That's kind of a summary of that first game against Kentucky. Game like that that's close, that's going back and forth, and it's a low-scoring game, that is the difference when you can hit a stretch at the end of the game and and pretty much put it away. We see games play out like that quite a bit, and that's what they were able to do and and, uh, go ahead and win that game. It was kind of like we know how talented they are, how good of a team, and then they showed it at the end of that game. It was like they were in a lull for pretty much the whole game and then last couple of minutes showed how good they were. That's what good teams do, though. They're able to find a win to a way to win the games. I, I remember thinking during that stretch when Kentucky got off to such a slow start, they were missing some makeable shots, but Arkansas was also playing good de- defense. It was a combination, you know, missing some shots that Kentucky would probably normally make, 15-footers, 8-footers, uh, but then Arkansas was also playing some good defense and enforcing and, and rattling Kentucky a little bit. So it was a combination of Kentucky being off and Arkansas playing well and that slow pl- pace, and that's what Coach Musselman was just talking about. you got to take good shots, you got to get back, and you got to slow this game down to have a shot against Kentucky. Trevin Brazil returned in the last game, got some minutes. I felt like he played much better in the second half than what he played in the first half or in the first game back. Um, but the, still two guys out, Jalen Graham, Keon Minifield. Here's Coach on their availability. Graham has uh, done, done a great job rehabbing. Um, you know, he will be for sure available, um, you know, against Kentucky. Uh, Keon is, is uh, you know, still progressing. Um, I'm assuming he could be available as well um, on on Saturday. Graham can help. And, and Minifield, look, he can help too. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but with all the guards they have and the way the guards are playing right now, I think they can they can probably slow play his injury and make sure he's he's healthy whenever he does come back. Uh, I love the way the battle's playing. And, and, and L. Ellis, I think he's playing really good at that point guard role. And maybe there's something to it, and then L's not having to look over his shoulder every time he makes a mistake, or maybe he's not as afraid as of afraid to make a mistake because he knows he's not going to get yanked, and some other point guard's going to come in there. I think they've got a nice little rotation at the guard spot. I do think Graham could help. And yesterday, late in the day, I'm sorry I don't remember who sent it in, but on the Southern Structural Solutions text line, somebody pointed out Graham would have helped them in the last game against Vanderbilt. And I, I really hadn't thought about that. You know, sometimes out of sight, out of mind, I forgot about Graham. And he, he was, or she, was exactly right. When the, Arkansas went in that lull against Vanderbilt, that zone was giving them fits. Actually, I don't know how much it was giving them fits. They were getting good looks, and they were getting some threes. They just didn't make them. Well, what do you do when you can't make the three? You go inside. Jalen Graham's the guy that they can throw the ball to, and he can go to work. And sometimes that defense collapses on him, and he's good enough to then pass it around, find the open guy, and maybe get a layup or two, get to the rim. I think that the uh, person was right. Jalen Graham could have worked, uh, could have helped in that game. Maybe he makes a difference. Offensively, he we know he, what he brings to the table. He's gotten better defensively, but yeah, anytime you can add talent to a lineup, it's going to help. So with him coming back, he could be a difference maker in this game against Kentucky. Need Trevin Brazil to be a difference maker. Here's Coach. Falling out in a short amount of time, we wanted to you know, be able to play a little bit more, but uh, that was his first extended minutes, really. Uh, um, you know, I think it's really it's hard, on, uh, it's hard on a team when a player comes back from an injury. It's hard on the individual player. Uh, it, it changes rotations and makes that a little bit more 
um, complicated for everybody involved. Um, I thought he did a great job range rebounding, meaning rebounding out of his area, and I think that's something that we've really missed. Um, mm. You know, he he can just go up and get, you know, rebounds that maybe other people, you know, don't have the ability to do because of his length, his reach, and his and his athleticism. So, um, you know, and I think he's looking forward to, you know, trying to trying to get back in the flow as well. You know what he's saying exactly the case he's talking about that last free throw, the offensive rebound on the free throw with a weird clang. If he's in there with those long arms, he's probably able to get that rebound. But because of the smaller guy in there in Davenport, he had no chance to get that rebound. Did they had a, had a bigger guy sitting on the bench though at the time? Mm-hmm. Did they ever ask him about the situation with Brazil's fouls and why Arkansas thought he only had four and he had actually no, five? That no. did not come up today's press conference. I wish somebody would have asked about that. Uh, Muss also went on a little bit more about Brazil because he was asked about Brazil and what he brings to the table. Thought he played really well, Bob. I mean, you, you know, look at what he did. Against Duke, you know, he was able to make threes and 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 rebound the ball at a high level, and and certainly, um, you know, we did not have him, you know, last time we we played Kentucky, and um, you know, I mean, he's also a player that's, I mean, he's only really, you know, he got, you know, one extended minutes, meaning last game, so he's, I mean, he's still working his way into shape, he's still working his way into rhythm, he's still, you know, all those things are still a a work in progress. He can add offensive rebounding to our team, which is an area that we've lacked. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, offensive rebounding, I think he can be a perimeter threat for us with three. Um, you know, he's got the ability to tip dunk. He can run the floor and get some, you know, easy baskets, hopefully, and transition based on his uh, uh, his, his ability to run. I um, mean, and, and defensively, you know, we've, we've been a really good shot blocking team all year. Um, with the exception maybe of a few games in, like last game, but he can add uh, shot blocking to um, you know to us as well from a defensive standpoint, and he's you know I, he's one of our better defensive rebounders. This is going to be a big game for Kentucky. You look at the SEC standings, and I I mean Kentucky still got an outside shot of maybe tying for the outright SEC title. Maybe, you know, the teams in front of them completely fall on their face. I don't know if they could still win an outright title, but they could be co-champs, but they would have to win out. And they have Arkansas at home, Vanderbilt at home, and then they go to Tennessee. That will be that Tennessee game will be a lot of fun. By the way, Auburn... They could win out. They could win out. They could. They could go to Tennessee and win, although Tennessee looked awesome last night. Auburn and Tennessee uh, put on a show uh, on ESPN. The, the players... The, the big name players put up, you know, did what they were supposed to do. Connect was awesome. I mean, that dude was hitting threes from like 25 feet. He was catching and release deep threes. Then he'd give a little fake, go to the basket, went dunking on people, pull up jumpers from 15 feet. You name it, he did it last night, dude. I I, I enjoyed watching him play. It w- it was fun basketball to watch, and in both teams, I mean, they just got after it. Great environment. And Auburn hung it. Well, Auburn was leading. Tennessee went on their run, and it looked like that place was about to explode. And then Auburn made some baskets and got back in there and, you know, kind of quieted the crowd down a little bit, and it came down to the end. But that was two very good teams. And I'll stick with what I've, I've been saying. I think Auburn and Tennessee are the two best teams in the SEC, or more specifically, they'll be the last two teams standing out of the SEC and the NCAA tournament. I think both teams can make a deep run because they play defense and they can score. Don't discount South Carolina. South Carolina put on a good showing also. But, yeah, with Tennessee and Auburn, Tennessee needed every bit of what Connect gave them because Mm -hmm. they couldn't stop him from the outside. They couldn't stop him inside. He was able to find his spots all the way around the court. But Auburn, they they were controlling that game until he got into the zone and just started going off. I don't know who I would say would be favored to win that SEC title and get the number one seed at the SEC tournament. I mean, obviously, I'm high on Tennessee, them being 12-3 and three in first place, but they still got to go to Alabama Saturday. Then they go to South Carolina next week, and they finish the season at home against Kentucky. You throw in the Auburn game last night, that's just four of a tough game stretch probably of anybody in the country. 
not just the SEC, but the country. That's all, all four ranked teams. That, that is a brutal. If Tennessee can now win, let's say, two of the last three, and they end up winning the SEC or share the SEC, they are deserving of a number one seed in the NCAA tournament. They were making an argument last night, and I guess it's uh, Arizona out of the Pac-12, and I thought Jimmy Dykes made a good point when he said, look, Arizona's going to win the Pac-12, and the Pac-12 may be a two-bid league. The SEC is going to be a six, seven, eight, maybe nine if Ole Miss and A&M can figure things out here down the stretch and, and get some get some wins and probably have to do something in the SEC tournament. Uh, but, yeah, seven, it's a seven. At their worst, let's say Ole Miss and A&M don't get anything done and they're out. It's a seven-bid league. And for Tennessee to win the SEC or be co-champs, that's impressive. What they've done is impressive. They're deserving of being that number one seed, but in the NCAA tournament. But man, I, I don't know if they're going to win the SEC with that brutal schedule they still have left. That's at, the Saturday game at Alabama, look, Alabama's putting up like 100 every night. They did it again last night. Alabama just, they don't care. They're just going to go score. And you know what? If you score, that's all right. We're going to come back down the score, and we may hit a three this time, and we'll trade baskets with you because we're going to hit more threes, and every now and then we're going to get a stop. But we're going to put up about 100. You want to watch some entertaining basketball Saturday? Check out the Alabama-Tennessee game. I believe that's the late game on Tennessee, like seven or on ESPN. I think it starts at 7 o'clock Saturday night. Yeah, it should be good because both teams are really talented. And uh, they are at, at the top of the SEC. We expect to see them do some good things, not only SEC tournament but NCAA tournament. There are some good teams in the SEC, and it, it does go deep. But as far as the Pac-12 and the comment that Jimmy Dykes made, they have the potential to go about four deep. And traditionally, being a Power 5 conference, you're going to get multiple teams in. It, it would be a rare case for them to only get two teams in. And those two teams that he was speaking about would probably would have been Arizona and Washington mm-hmm. State. But Oregon and Colorado, they're – they both have won 19 games. And so with a couple more wins by both those teams, they're going to put themselves in position. Yeah, they have, they have an opportunity. It, it's a no-brainer right now. they got two in. But I think Oregon, you're right, Oregon and Colorado uh, can play their way in. Oregon's 11-6 and six in the Pac-12. Colorado's 10-7. and seven. Uh, UCLA's been playing better, but their record's 14-13. and 13. Uh, So UCLA's going to have to win the... Pac-12 tournament just to, to have an opportunity to get in. Alabama, Tennessee, by the way, I was right. That is ESPN, 7 o'clock start Saturday night. Check that one out. That'll be that'll be a fun game. I don't know what the over-under will be. I got to think it's up in the one, high 180s. Are you going to like the over on this? Because you traditionally like unders. I tra- no, it depends on the score. I hit a couple overs last In fact, every game in the SEC went over last night. Everyone. I mean, there were a lot of points scored in two of the games. Dude, it wasn't even the cl- close. You had the over done with, with like nine minutes left. In the, those are the fun ones when you're not sweating it. And it's already you're already cashing a ticket with like eight minutes left in the game. Uh, but last night, it was the, the scoring was rampant in the SEC. You had uh, Alabama put up 103, Ole Miss 88. That's 191 points. Over-under was 166.5. Easy win. That was another one of those games where Ole Miss was really kind of taking it to them and then got out of hand. Uh, Alabama-Tennessee game that we were talking about, they scored 176 points. The over-under was 151. So they blew that out of the water. Uh, Missouri-Florida, they scored 157 points. Uh, that's the one I hit. It was 153 and a half, so that was a little close. Uh, then the A&M South Carolina game with 138 points barely went over 134 and a half. But all four games last night in the SEC go over. I'm curious the Arkansas Kentucky game. You know I like the under, and with Kentucky and the way they score and play, can Arkansas get a repeat performance? Not, I'm not saying hold them to 60 something points, but typically those. Kentucky over-unders are pretty high. If Arkansas can accomplish what they did the first time and slow the pace down, that may be something to look at. I'll be I'll be curious to, to see that line when it comes out on Bet Saracen. Um, i got to think Kentucky's going to be favored by double digits. 
Think double digits? Yeah, I do. Thinking eight and a half. Well, then I'll take Kentucky all day. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's at eight and a half. I hope nobody from Saracen's listening. Uh, but no, I, I think it'll be up there pretty high, double digits. But being at Rupp, yeah. I mean, look, Vandy was a ten and a half point underdog to Arkansas at Bud Walton Arena. I mean, I'm not saying I'm going to take Arkansas to win outright like Vandy did, but uh, just uh, I think that over under could be up there. Bet Saracen, Arkansas women's basketball. The line on that, take a guess. South Carolina by South Carolina, yeah, yeah, number one South Carolina is favored by twenty eight, twenty five and a half, and then. The money line bet on South Carolina. Wow. <laughs> minus it's 900? Uh, no, minus 20,000. What's the plus on Arkansas if they pull up the upset? Plus 1,100. Plus. <laughs> Give me some of that. It should be higher. It, it should be. <laughs> so 10 to win 110, is that right? Is that my, or is that a thing? Yeah. Wow, that's... Uh, yeah, it's expected. And then the over-under is 141.5. South, but expected. those are just some numbers that really stand out, according to Bet Saracen. Minus 25.5 for South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Minus 20,000 on the money line. Mm. So that just says how big of an upset it would be. Huge, huge. I think uh, South Carolina is just a whole different animal. They've been doing it to everybody, not just Arkansas. But they're, they're good. They're very good. That's why they're number one. Duh. Uh, yeah, hey, another big game tonight. Oh, we got to get out of here. Another big game tonight right here. Little Rock, Jack Stevens Center. Little Rock Trojans at home with a chance to at least be co-champions in the OVC with two more wins, both at home, by the way. And uh, if they win out, they'll be the number one seed in their tournament, the OVC tournament. And that's, uh, I mean, it's crucial because they get a double bye. They'll be in the semifinals. All they have to do is win two games. Win the semifinal game, win the finals, and they're in the NCAA tournament. So they're two wins away from sitting pretty in the OVC tournament. So uh, I don't know they've been doing everything this week. Social media, ads all across uh, all the platforms. Uh, they're making their rounds on TV, radio. Mikel Mitchell's going to be on with us later on after the shoot-around. Their shoot-around finishes up at 3. He's going to call in like at 3.05. Uh, and I would love to see the Jack Stevens Center packed tonight with the wideout. Uh, national TV. It's the first time they've been on national TV since 2019, I think I said, or 2017. It's been a while. So it'd be great to have fans in the stands so it looks good on TV. And look, go to the game you get, might get on TV. Your kids might get on TV. So hopefully, And they deserve it. Honestly, they deserve it. They're playing really well right now. They've got a good winning streak, and to be leading the conference and a chance to be the number one seed and go to the NCAA tournament, they deserve the support. And, and you know what? They're fun to watch. I enjoy watching them play because they got usually four score, well, even a fifth score. Anybody on the court can score out of their starting five. And then they bring in two guys off the bench. One of them's been pretty much the freshman of the week every single week in the OVC. And Mikel's one of the other guys they bring in off the bench. So they're, they're seven, eight deep, and they're good. They're fun. They're fun to watch. So hopefully people will get out, go buy a ticket to the cheap tickets, giving away cash. Think no, you can't beat that. No, they're it's doing experience. everything possible to make it fun and to get people there. And the number one thing they're doing is putting a good product on the floor. So I hope people respond tonight and go to the game. According to Beth Saracen, Little Rock favored over Tennessee State by eight and a half. Oh, okay. Well, Little Rock's been playing so well, and they've been covering. I do not think they covered their last game uh, on the road. Uh, but, I mean, they won the game, but it was a really high uh, total for Arkansas to cover as a road favorite. Um, but this team, Tennessee State's good. Uh, they're like three, four games back of Little Rock and the others. I mean, I think they've got double-digit wins in the conference, seems like. But uh, th- this is their toughest test. The team they're playing Saturday, I mean, Little Rock could be favored by like 16, 17. They're one of the worst teams in the OVC. Not, can't take, take anybody for granted. Yep, yeah. And that could be a huge game, and you would hate to screw up and lose the last game against the team you should beat. So, well, one step at a time. One step Let's at a time. Get Tennessee State first. Got to beat them tonight. All right. We'll talk more about the Trojans later on when Mikel Mitchell joins us. Coming up next, Bill Ingram will be on with us. 
I uh, want to talk some high school hoops with him. We'll talk about the Razorbacks with him. Heck, we'll talk about the Little Rock Trojans. I know he's been out there to watch the Trojans play and KK and uh, the rest of that team. And kudos to A-State. While I, I mentioned it, everything, A-State last night got a road victory at Coastal Carolina. That sealed the deal for them as a number four seed in the Sun Belt Tournament. Talk about another team that's playing well, streaking at the right time, peaking at the right time. Uh, they locked it up. They can't get any better. They can't get up to the three seed. Even if they lose, they will not fall to the five seed. So they've got the four seed locked up. They get a double bye. They'll start off in the quarterfinals. Oh, Bill Ingram's here in the studio. Did not realize that. Bill was probably watching that comeback last night, too, by the Lakers against the Clippers. Lakers and Clippers, were you watching last night to come back? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we will not talk about the Lakers when we come back, but we will talk about... I don't have your mic up. See, that's a great thing about running this board over here. Whenever the Laker word comes out of your mouth, I don't have to turn it on. Um, A-State, by the way, they get it done. Uh, they'll play the uh, first-place team, Appalachian State, for their final game. But like I said, doesn't matter. Um, they're locked up at the four seed. Sure, it matters. They want to win it and knock them off. But they could turn around and meet them again in the semifinals if both teams win in the quarterfinals. Bill Ingram's coming up next. Talk some Razorbacks, some high school hoops. Day three is underway. Yeah, it's 1.30. We got action going on at some of these tournaments like up in Searcy right now. High school hoops, Razorbacks, basketball period. All basketball, except for the Lakers. No L word around here. It's out of bounds. Coach Kelly joins the zone every Wednesday, presented by the Woodrock Athletic Club. And the indoor pickleball facility is now open. Join for 50% off March 1st through the 10th. Sports Center. In college basketball last night, Arkansas State handled business on the road, taking down Coastal Carolina 71-60 behind forward Isaiah Nelson, 16 points and 12 rebounds. This was the Red Wolves' sixth win in a row. They'll go for seven in a row on Saturday when they take on first place Appalachian State for their final game of the regular season. In the SEC, fourth-ranked Tennessee won their matchup with 11th-ranked Auburn 92-84 behind Dalton Connects, 39 points. Tennessee has a huge matchup with Alabama on Saturday as both teams are 12-3 in conference play. And tonight in college basketball, the Woodrock Trojans will try to continue a streak of their own as they go for their eighth straight win. They'll be hosting Tennessee State at the Jack Stevens Center. Tip is set for eight. Radio coverage can be heard on 106.7 Buzz 2. TV coverage will be on ESPNU. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Today is the day. After countless hours of research, cutting back expenses, and nine months of anxiously waiting for her, today is the day you finally bring home your new car. It's also the day to protect her with an auto policy from Shelter Insurance. Our policies are competitively priced and include new car replacement coverage if anything were to happen to your new baby. See shelter agent Kyle Stone in Pine Bluff, Grant Westmoreland in Sheridan, or Sam Eklund in Star City. Rock and Roll Sushi and Origami Sake are coming together to invite you to attend the fourth annual American Craft Sake Festival this weekend in Hot Springs. Sample sake from more than 12 breweries and over 30 styles. Also, sumo wrestlers all the way from Japan. They'll be wrestling this weekend in Hot Springs and they'll be in the zone coming up on Friday while we broadcast live from Oaklawn in Hot Springs. It's presented by Rock and Roll Sushi with five locations in Central Arkansas and Origami Sake, locally owned in Hot Springs and the largest domestically owned sake brewery in the country. For more details, go to CraftSakeFest.com. Man, another brick. I guess people should really stick to what they know. Like how Chris Kreen Hyundai knows customer care and cars. New, pre-owned, service, and a body shop. But don't just take my word for it. Let Layden tell you. Hey, Arkansas. It's Layden Blocker. For slam dunk deals, go see the team at Chris Crane Hyundai and Carwood. So Layden's got the hoops handled, and Chris Crane has your car covered. Come see us today on Museum Road in Conway and ChrisCraneHyundai.com. Listen for Oakwan's Nancy Holtis on The Zone, presented by Crave Barbecue and Specialty Dogs. Bryant's new sports mecca in Saline County. Crave carries all the sporting events on their flat screens, axe throwing, and 30 beers and mixed drinks on their beer wall. Award-winning barbecue and specialty dogs. Plus, get lunch for under 10 bucks. Crave Barbecue and Specialty Dogs in Bryant. 
Paid for by Christian Care Ministry. Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that is MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save many families up to 500 bucks a month, and that is huge. But it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The member satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. Double. MediShare works, too. It's been around for 30 years. Members have shared more than $5 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, really, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want to plan you're happy with, you can call right now. You'll get a price within two minutes. So see what you can say. This is a very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. Call 855-51-BIBLE. That's 855-51-BIBLE. 855-51-BIBLE. Connor has cash. Once again, Connor has cash at the Pickles Gap Weapon Shack in Conway. Connor will buy your used weapon, or he will buy your entire collection. Once again, Connor has cash, and he wants to buy your used weapons at the Pickles Gap Weapon Shack, Highway 65 North in Conway. Tap Time with Bryce Nall and Scott Parton, presented by New Province Brewing, returns this Thursday at 7. Tap Time is Little Rock's premier radio show for beer lovers by beer lovers. Tap Time Thursday from 7 till 8 on 103.7 The Buzz, live from the Edwards Food Giant Studios. Check out Hogs Meat Market's monthly specials and meat packages at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. Fried. A cold beer on a Friday night A pair of jeans that fit just right And the radio Backed out of bounds Wes Moore, Joe Franklin Bill Ingram joins us This your kind of jam right here Oh, you know it <laughs> Listen, I like all kind of music, man I'm a big Garth Brooks fan Garth Brooks fan. So. I'll get rid of it for you. Did you Did you go to the concert? Man, I wanted to, but I was traveling with the AAU team. Oh yeah, but I, re- but, but but I had considered. I mean, I really wanted to go. I've man, he he one of my favorite artists, man. I I I just love I love his music. All right, Bill, we got state tournament underway. Third day today. Yeah. Anything that jumps out at, at you from the uh, first two days? Um. You know, Jacksonville beat yep. Nettleton, which that was a one seed against a four seed, which was a huge upset. Um, you know, and it's always going to be some upsets. That's just part of it. But that's the great thing about having state tournaments uh, and having seeds and things of that nature. You're going to have, you know, there's always going to be some upsets. But but pretty much everything is kind of held to form right now. Yeah, there was uh, on Monday. There were only two upsets. Jacksonville was one, and Warren was the other. And Warren was the Warren B. Subiaco. Yeah, you're right. That that was a big because at times you know we thought Subiaco was the best team in that classification, and Warren jumped up. But Warren is talented. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting to see their next game because they they athletic. They they got talent. Mills, uh, right? It's uh, hold on. You going I was looking at the. Um, at the bracket this morning before we went on the air. No, it's not. It's not Mills. Not Mills. It's not Mills. Uh, I got it right the here. Top half of the bracket all of a sudden looked very uh, difficult with Warren and uh, what you're talking about with their athleticism. Man, they can go with just about anybody. And gosh, I can't think who it was, Bill. There was while you're looking yesterday. There was also a conference, I guess, uh, up north. I think in two A or three A. All four. Other teams won, uh, two of them upset, four beating a one, and then the three okay. beating the two. Uh, but it was that was about it as far as the upset. There was one yesterday also where a one seed lost to a four seed uh, in a smaller classification. Yeah, I got Warren is playing Little Rock Christian, which That's is right. going to be an intriguing uh, game. Uh, and in that classification, you got Farmington playing Magnolia, which – of course, we all know Farmington and Little Rock Christian are the favorites to come out and play in the state championship. But these will be two interesting games because Magnolia is not bad either. They're pretty good. Um, and, you know, they basketball crazy. Mm-hmm. And then Warren, like I say, Warren is a talented athletic team. So, 
And that's what Little Rock Christian is. Yeah. And and they haven't played since their conference started. They haven't played against a lot of teams that's athletic and talent. You know, that's athletic mm-hmm. like them. They, they conference. They played against teams that was they probably was more superior athletically. But this will be these will be two great great games in the four A. There's some great games going on today across the state. Where are you going? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go back to Cersei today. I'm gonna go to Cersei today. I was at Cersei and North Little Rock yesterday. I'm thinking uh, tomorrow I may go to Farmington. Oh yeah, yeah. I may I may drop to Farmington tomorrow. But these are you know I I what I what I I encourage anybody if you're in these areas where the state tournaments are going on, please get out and support these young folks. This is these environments are great, and I've been to a lot of state tournaments. Over my time, and I'm telling you, that, <laughs> and I don't want to say nobody, because every, every state tournament I've been through, I thought the community that had a state tournament did an excellent job, but they're doing a super job in Cersei. And I'm telling you, that gym, now, you got to say this, that gym, to me, is the number one high school gym in the state, and I've been in most of them. Uh-huh. And that one in Cersei, I think it's the first year they opened up this year. Yeah, they uh, had the groundbreaking last into last May. So this yeah. is the first basketball season. They had volleyball, and they hosted a, a, the volleyball state tournament. They're very proud, and they should be. They should be. It's an unbelievable facility. You know, it's got uh, golf bays in there where the golf team can practice also. No, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't looking for that last night, Wes. I, I'm, I'm not. You didn't go hit for, some balls. I didn't go hit any balls last night. I went to watch some hoop, but I tell you, it's a great facility, man. I, and then the people, you know, was doing an excellent job. I actually got a ride on a golf cart by the fire chief. I'm like, they had the fire chief out volunteering, getting people rides last night. I said, man, what a great community, and what a great job they're doing up there. What, what do you think of some of these matchups today? Harbor, Jonesboro. Central and Springdale. Oh, I'm sorry. He Har- didn't have Harbor his... Jonesboro, uh, Central Springdale. What do you think of those? Take matchups? a look at the North Little Rock, the 6A C- boys. Central Springdale is going to be a colossal. That's going to be one of the bigger games. You know, C- Springdale put Central out last year, and the same at in the second round, the same time. So, uh, I think they're both looking forward to that game. I'm sure Central is. I <laughs> I heard the two teams were in passing. In the gym the other night, and they had words. Uh oh! So <laughs> already you know, turning all, into something. Already huh? turning into something. So I think that's that, you know those are like championship games. When you have games like that, that game and the Ben and Marmel game, the five A, mm-hmm. those are those are those it, those teams could have been that could have been championship games. So when you got that going on in the second round, that tell you what a great bas what great basketball programs we have here in the state in, in high school. How about Jonesboro? Uh, finishing uh, what fourth in the central? Yeah, they advance to the next round, and this, this, this it's tonight. They play Harbor. They play Harbor. Uh, you know that's that's going to be that'll be, and they say they it's, it's question whether Muldrew is going to play or not. Oh, really? Yeah. So, you know, without him, not but I I, I watched Harbor play before without him. They're still not bad without him. But with him, then they're on another level. But you know what kind of issue he's dealing with? An ankle injury. He had, he rolled his ankle in the last game against Fayetteville, mm. from what I understand it. So he had a, he was at the gym yesterday with a boot on. Um, so they're not sure if he's going to play today. And it's obvious if he plays, he may not be a hundred percent. So I think they, I, from what I've he- I'm hearing, they're going to try to go without him today, and then hopefully he'll be ready. When they play in the next round, but this is a state tournament, so it's not like it's a conference game where you can say, "Okay, we got another game." So that'll be interesting. But I do. But if 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 if, if Harbor is playing well, I, Joan, I don't think Jonesboro will be much of a match match to them. They 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 struggle. It's not the Jonesboro that we've seen in the past years. But at some point, you know, you're going to take a dip mm-hmm. when you in those a community when. Or forty or fifty thousand people, and you've been as good as they've been now, and you've moved up in classification. Yeah. Then it's going to be a, it, you know, it's an adjustment period. So, it, of course, they got a great high school coach. So I wouldn't be surprised if they pulled off the upset without Muldrew. But I think if Courtney can play any, then I, I just think that lessens their chances of, of pulling off upset or, or, or winning it all. So I'm still going with Harbor. Even without Mojo, I still think they'll win the game. You don't think Coach Swift would uh, tell his guys they think they can beat you without their star player? They don't need him against you? Probably. 
I don't know if it'll work, but probably. <laughs> I'm sure he, you know, he. I'm sure he, you know, he's going to do all the motivating he can. I mean, I'm sure he's as obvious he, as many championships as he's won. He's a great motivational speaker, so I'm sure he's going to motivate them as much as he can. But you know, I think these kids are harbor at harbor are hungry too. Yeah, and they want to, you know, they want to prove that they're the best team in the state. You know, they they went through that conference undefeated, which is a tough conference. They lost that one game to Central on their on their home floor, and they want to get back and they, and they want to and I think they want they want Central to win because I think they want to play Central mm-hmm. again as well. And they're both on the same side of the bracket, so that means only one of them can get to the mm-hmm. state championship. Let's take a call and question from Savage. He's in Cabot. Savage, what's up? What's going on, fellas? Real quick, outside the championship games, are any of these games broadcast on PBS or YouTube? And I get off here, appreciate it. You bet. No, they're all broadcast. You can go to uh, the AAA's website, and then right when you go to the website, they, they got a little screen that pops up, and you can click on it right there, and it'll take you to another screen, and it's got every single game for that day. Yep. And then all you have to do is click on the game, and if it's playing right then, bam, pops it, pops it up, up, and you can watch every single game right there on your computer. It's pretty awesome. And they had, uh, you know, last week we had Bobby Swafford on, and I think it was, how many regionals they have last week? 15? I think it was like 15. 13 of the 15 regionals, every game was televised, or broadcast, streamed. Uh, but this week, every one of them being streamed. You can go to the uh, AAA's website. And I can't remember. Do you remember what it was like? Score, score books. The name of the, yeah. uh, what was like EBS sports or something like that. Yeah, I can't remember the direct link. But anyway, just go to the AAA's website, yeah. and the first thing, it'll pop up, and you can click on it and go to to watch the games live. I thought it went right over to Scorebook Live. Was that, it? SB Live. I that, I that's where remember. the scores pop up. The scores. The live feed may be something different. Yeah. No, but they are. I'll be watching some of them this afternoon, and, and again tomorrow. i got a lot of friends going up to Farmington uh, to check out the PA girls tomorrow. They'll be playing Moralton. That's a good game at 4 o'clock. I can't yep. make it up there for that, but uh, there'll be some great games tomorrow and some quarterfinal action, and then, of course, Saturday it's all semifinals. Well, so if I, you know, I think, uh, of course, I think Farmington is the favorite girls, the favorite to win mm-hmm. that 4A too, but I think PA has a real chance. They're on the other side of the bracket where the bracket. Nashville and Farmington will play, play in the semifinals. Final. Right. And most people that follow girls basketball believe they're the top two teams in 4A. Yep. And, you know, Nashville has been great. <laughs> They've been great. I mean, both both programs have been really good. But if you can get to that championship game, that's only one game. One. Anything can happen in one game. Anything can happen. One, one team get really hot. You know, somebody get in foul trouble, injury, anything can happen in one game. But it's, but when you look at that side of the bracket, you really think the PA has a chance to make it to that championship game. Well, they got to play uh, Moralton next, and Moralton's really good. Um, and they uh, and actually they played earlier in the season at PA, and I was at the game, and Moralton beat them. They've got a nice team, so it'll, that'll be a fun game tomorrow at four to get to, just to get to the semifinals. We got to take a break. We'll come back with more with uh, Bill Ingram. Talk some high school hoops. Take a look at some of the games going on in uh, Searcy. We talked about the two boys games at North Little Rock. Got some really good ones, including a great one tonight, late in Searcy. 8.30 tip. 8.30 tip. 8.30 tip. That and much more coming up next. It is Out of Bounds. If accurate weather forecasts are important to you, then you want the guy who's been doing it longer than anyone else. Channel 7 Chief Meteorologist Barry Brandt, a proven 36-year track record of accuracy. It's why Barry Brandt has twice the viewers of any other meteorologist. Nobody is more accurate, nobody is more experienced, and nobody is more trusted. Put him to the test and see for yourself. Chief Meteorologist Barry Brandt, on your side, weeknights on Channel 7 News. UMS Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine presents Hannah Gamble each week when she joins the guys on Morning Mayhem. UMS Health, the official orthopedics and sports medicine provider for the Arkansas Razorbacks. 
I'm Rick Pennington of Lions Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lions Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at lionsdrug.com. Do you feel that, Arkansas? The lotto jackpot is now more than a million bucks. Why should you care? Because this million-plus prize can only be won in Arkansas. There are two lotto drawings every week, and the jackpot keeps growing until there's a winner. Join the fun and play lotto today. A $2 ticket could change your life. Get yours in stores or on the Jackpocket app. Call 1-800-522-4700 for Problem Gambling Helpline. RJ Hawk here with Chris Roberts from Southern Bank. And Chris, you know, we've talked so much about that hometown feel and what it's like at Southern Bank. But if you're a commercial investor, they need to come talk to you. We're involved with a lot of customers that have projects across the United States. Those projects can be some of the biggest projects you would see in your communities. So really, there's no project that's too large for us to look at. If somebody's interested in learning more about what Southern Bank can do for their commercial investments, how do they get in touch with you? You just pick up the phone and call me at 501-424-0900. Just love to talk to you about your project, see what you've got going on, and see how we can be a help to you. And you talk about being a help. You really invest into your commercial investors by helping them through the process, looking at things to look out for along the way. I like to think we can throw things off of each other, listen to different viewpoints, and come to the best decision. If you want to learn more, go online, bankwithsouthern.com, or call Chris, 424-0900, Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC. Listen for Champs and Chumps Fridays, during the zone brought to you by rowdy hog pickleball the only dedicated pickleball store in the state located in the outlets of Little Rock next to h&m rowdy hog pickleball your one-stop shop to pickleball success at Jones & Son Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry, from now until February 29th, shop at Jones & Son for Arkansas's largest designer engagement ring selection during their 0% financing event. That's right, all purchases from now until the end of February are eligible for 18-month 0% financing. In comparison, current finance rates are up 8-9% to for cars, 6-7% to for homes, but at Jones & Son, you can get 0% for all jewelry purchases over $1,000 now through February 29th. At Jones & Son, they always offer the best prices on all designer engagement rings including Michael M, Viraggio and their very own Jones & Son Couture Collection. Also, they have a price match guarantee so you know you're getting the absolute best deal. Guys, get a low monthly payment when you finance with special 18 months, 0% interest financing at Jones & Son during the special 0% financing event going on now. Jones & Son is located at 11121 Rodney Parham Road and they've been there for 35 years. Or you can find them online at jonesandson.com same great deals, all new location for Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock at 3901 JFK Boulevard. Call them today at 501-758-7700 for all their specials at Hogs Meat Market. The Steak People. Welcome back to Out of Bounds. Wes Moore, Joe Franklin. we got Bill Ingram in the studio. He's about to head to Searcy. Before you walk out the door, give us a preview. What do you want to see tonight in Cersei? What games are at the top of your radar? Well, Lake Hamilton and and Russellville will be an intriguing game because Russellville started off hot at the beginning of the season. Mm -hmm. Then they had some injuries, and they kind of slowed down in conference. And now they've kind of picked it back up. But their seeding, I think they could have easily been a number one seed in the West as far as in that conference, rather. And Lake Hamilton, of course, has been very good. Uh, over the last three or four years, um, you know, they lost uh, the state championship to Pine Bluff. They're in the same conference this year. Ben has beat them twice, in Pine, and they split with Pine Bluff, but they still a very good team. And, and, and Ty Washington is a big-time player. Ty Robinson is a big-time player. He is a big-time player. So that'll be an, that'll be a, that's a big-time first-round intriguing game right there. Those two guys playing each other. What about this Pine Bluff-Van Buren game that tips off here at 2.30? You know, Van, Van Buren is, is very good. Uh, I think it's going to be kind of a contrast in styles. If Pine Bluff speed that game up, it will be very difficult to deal with them. But if they can keep that game, if Van Buren can keep that game at the pace they like it, 
then it, 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 it'll be a tough game for Pine Bluff. And Pine, I, I don't think Crutchfield is playing. I think he, he's still out. I think he's still out. I think he, he might be. I don't know this for a fact, but the last time I saw him, uh, he uh, he didn't look like he was going to be playing no time soon. Mm. He was he had a high ankle sprain, and, ah. and I'm not sure if he if he made if, if he made it back for the state tournament. But they, it'll be a struggle without him to win for them to win the state ter- championship. And then the nightcap tonight, scheduled tip for eight thirty: Maumel and Benton. It's a championship game. You get in the second in in the, in the quarterfinals. That's the bottom line. You get in the championship game in the quarterfinals because those two teams could have easily talent wise. Those are probably the best two teams. For if you put the collective, those two collective groups together, then they they probably have the most talent. And 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 Maumel is talented. They the, they one of the few teams that they pretty much got. They got great talent at every position. And uh, so this will be a great game. It'll be like a championship game, and it'll probably be the biggest game in Benton in Benton uh, basketball history in a long time. What are you gonna be looking for in that Farmington region? That Farmington region, if if everybody win tonight, Mills and Farmington is going to meet in the quarterfinals. Watch out for that game. That's going to be a Mills, of course, is number one in the, in the in, in the South Conference. Farmington is number one in the West. Watch out for that game. That's going to be a great game. That's that'll be like a championship game. Mm. But I'm also intrigued by what West talked about early with the Warren and Little Rock Christian game because those are two teams got a lot of similarities. Uh, as far as athletic wise, so it's going to be interesting to see uh, can Warren match the intensity of Little Rock Christian because Little Rock Christian got great players on it. They got Blocker, Simon Louisiana Tech. You got JJ Andrews on there. That's a top twenty player in the country in his class. So uh, they got great players on on that team. But that'll, that'll be interesting to see how they respond to another team that has great athleticism like them. That's tomorrow in the quarterfinals. Yes. Dang. That's well, well Bitten. <laughs> quarterfinals is tonight. Tonight, yeah, that's that'll tonight. get them to the semifinals. Yeah, but the Farmington them. tomorrow, you're Farmington talking about the tomorrow. Yeah, hey, That's tough. Uh, our and that's of, if they both win tonight. Tonight, yeah. yeah. Our out-of-bounds question of the day. How many more games does the Razorbacks basketball team win this season? <laughs> <laughs> Man. So the choices are 0, 1, 2, or 3 plus. Man, I, I would say maybe one in the tournament. I don't know if any, I don't know if they're going to win any more uh, conference games. I think they may win one in the tournament, and and that'll be against Missouri, what, Missouri or Vandy, or Vandy or Georgia or something. I won't be like Georgia. That. Won't be Georgia. Yeah, because Georgia will play if it, if Arkansas loses out. Georgia would play Missouri, and Arkansas would play Vandy. Yeah, I think they I think they win one more game, but I don't think they'll be any more conference games. They'll be in the tournament. You Bill, think you're, you're thinking like the majority is 40% for one more win, 32.3 for zero. Mm. Yeah, well, you know, after after that performance of the night, you let Vanderbilt come in. You score 82 points and you still lose at home. That's tough. That's a tough pill to swallow right there. I'm tired of talking about that Vandy game. Bill, <laughs> thank you. Thanks for giving us a uh, distraction. And talking some high school hoops. Well, man, thanks for having me, and just let me call me at any time, man. And if you guys want to call me tomorrow, tomorrow I'll be on the road all day tomorrow. So if you want to call me tomorrow, then let me know. Hour two next. This is your home for Arkansas Razorback basketball. Coverage is brought to you by Kaufman by Design West, Guatney Chevrolet, Guatney Buick GMC, Arcare, and Parker Cadillac. You asked, they listened. Rowdy Hog Pickleball is thrilled to announce their expansion of five indoor pickleball courts coming spring 2024. And guess what? Membership is free for everyone. No more depending on the weather.